How you doing? This is um, this is interesting, isn't it? I'm I'm quite late. All right, I know I am. It's been probably two months since I've done an episode. Um, I've been busy. I've moved house in that time. Um, it's been fun, and I've moved house. I've been doing actually no. You know what I've been doing? I've been doing a lot of reading. I've been doing a lot of fucking reading actually on a uh, meditation, spirituality. Ramdas, Alan Watts, um, Sharon Salzberg, Deepak Chakra, Chopra, sorry. Um, yeah, like it's. I've been doing a lot of reading. A lot of reading. And I just wanted to talk about how I'm doing. Because um, I haven't read an episode in ages. You know, stuff I've learned, stuff I've been picking up. Um, as I'm saying all this, I'm currently staring at my left hand because I've got eczema on it. It's not nice. I won't lie to you. It's been itching all weekend. It's been horrible. I don't know why. This this is the one finger, the pinky finger and the finger next to the pinky finger, the ring finger. I hate I don't know why it's got like why is it if anybody knows any good solutions for eczema that isn't Umavate, that isn't hydrocortisone, because I've already tried those two. Give me a shout, because I would love to know. <laughs> That's not really that's not really an interesting way to start a podcast, is it? Hello, um, I've got X on my finger. Please help me fix it. Oh god, that's not what I intended to start off with at all. I don't even know what I intended to start off with. To be honest, I was just going to wing it. So, um, yeah, I've moved into a new flat with Kieran, who was on one of my podcast episodes. He's my brother, uh, my best friend. He's the best. He's brilliant. Love him to bits. Um, something a bit bad happened, actually. Um, so fourth night here, it was really lovely. Um, uh, me, Kieran, uh, my girlfriend and her friend, uh, me and my girlfriend made Sunday dinner for the two of them. And we, you know, we were having dinner, it was really lovely. Went outside, I was cheeky little spliff. Um, we came back in. Um, we're gonna watch a bit of like Adults from Sh- uh, Smalls, don't know if you've seen them, fucking hilarious. Uh, we're gonna watch them, and then there was just water, water just started dripping down from the ceiling. And we were like, what the fuck? And it started getting worse and worse gradually until it just started really pouring. Like it was it was proper, just really bad. We didn't know what to do. We couldn't stop it. It was uncontrollable. So <clears throat> we called a plumber because we thought that might fix it. But then we realized it's coming from um, upstairs, the upstairs flat. So we realized, shit, we're going to have to cancel them. But we didn't cancel them just yet, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, so... Then after that, what happened? Um, we were just kind of rushing around, stressing, and we didn't really know what to do. And then we, uh, Kieran, Kieran was so stressed because water is his number one phobia. It's I, he's he's just scared of water, like he's scared of drowning in it. He's and he's had dreams about this shit happening. So it was in the kitchen, the living room, the hallway. Luckily, there was no water dripping in our rooms, and Kieran was just stressing out he looked like he was gonna cry of a panic attack and for some reason because he was so calm sorry because he was so stressed i was just immensely calm which he said helped him which i was surprised but um it was very calm like he'd walk around and go sam shit look it's there's water coming down from there and i'd be like oh yeah look at that <laughs> um so we ended up having to call the fire brigade because um whilst what the fuck else are we gonna do so we called the fire brigade, and they came within two minutes. Actually, they were sound, um, and they had to. They ended up having to. They look. At, they looked in our flat, and they were like, "Oh, okay, that's not good." 
and they ended up having to break into uh, the flat upstairs because she wasn't in. Um, and it was her boiler. They had to turn the boiler off because their boiler was leaking. They had to soil all out. And the next day, it stopped. It was just kind of leaking just ever so slightly in our living room and kitchen. Um, and yeah, then, so on that night, on the night it was happening, we realised we hadn't cancelled the plumber. So, you know, as as all the fire brigade left, Kieran went outside. I was just kind of looking out the window. I was watching him a bit. And then I saw him on the phone calling the plumber and I saw him put his hand to his forehead in like his, you know, you know when people do that in that stressed way, you know, and they're like, oh shit, oh fuck. So I saw that and I thought, oh no, something they're they're gonna charge him. They're they're charging him, and Kieran's already been stressed enough. So I rushed downstairs outside. I just grabbed the phone off him. I said, is that the plumber? He's like, yes. I took the phone off him and said, hi, how you doing? It's the um, it's the other tenant. He started explaining. He's like, yeah, you 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 owe me 120 quid. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what? I can't do that. Like, no, we can't. I can't afford that. He's like, yeah, but he's been driving for 45 minutes and you didn't cancel, like, you know, when you needed to. And I was like, yeah, but we, do you understand that we literally can't afford that? So in my head, at the time, <coughs> I was like, what, what a scumbag charging this money for an emergency. So then I called my dad and he said, well, Sam, it's a call-out charge. Like, I don't know what you expected. I'll pay it, I'll pay it for you. I was, I'm very lucky that I have a dad that would have paid that for me. But um, he was like, yeah, it's a call-out charge. Like, as a businessman, that's kind of what you got to do. you got to, you know, you can't waste people's time. So I was like, okay, fine. So I just wanted to get that out of the way straight away. And luckily, I'm very, 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 very fortunate to have a dad that can pay that. You know, I'm, I'm lucky to have a dad that has money. Um, So, yeah. So I ended, and I sorted that out. Kieran was still stressing. He stopped stressing about that. And it's, it, we, we both kind of calmed down the next day. The next day... um kind of some stuff happened with my student loan which was very very stressful because I didn't have any money um and I I, was, I just kind of had a little bit of mental breakdown because yeah I was like shit money and I was so calm over the water thing and that just kind of did it for me and, and then also on that day we saw the woman upstairs and she was lovely um Slovakian lady very very lovely old lady uh, and there's Mariana she uh yeah, she was like, I'm so sorry, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I was like, don't worry, it's fine, it's not your fault, you couldn't it, you couldn't have helped it, like, it's not your fault at all. Um, so yeah, now we just got damp on our walls and we're waiting to get that sorted and everything. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been an experience, man. It's been stressful, cause, and it's weird, because I've, n- I've started to notice this, this, this yin and yang type of thing that keeps happening in my life. <coughs> For example, um, just for everything good that happens, something bad always kind of happens. Like I, I was really proud of myself that I had figured out. I, I basically had done this move all myself. I found the house. I, f- I found the flat. I, I sorted the internet out. I sorted the insurance out. Um, I kind of arranged everything. I sorted the deposit out. I, I sorted everything out with the estate agent. I did all that. I was really proud of that, and you know, it's, it was good. And we got to the flat, and everything was really great. Everything was going really well. I found a chair that was perfect that I'm currently sitting on right now for my desk. Beautiful, brilliant. Found a fucking chair just outside of a house. I'll just take that. Um, Kieran found a chair. It was great. You know, little things, little things that kept going well. You know, I'm in a healthy relationship. That's a good thing. I've got really good friends. That's a good thing. Everything was just kind of going well. Um, 
then all that happened. Then the stuff with the boat happened, and the student loan happened, and I had an argument, and everything happened. It was stressful, and it wasn't fun. And I just noticed this yin and yang thing, because now, all of a sudden, everything's going good. And I know that shit will get bad quickly again at some point. And the, when I realised this, I, I went I went for a walk in Greenwich Park, because just the whole week after the water, I just, I just, I just felt this this weight in me, right, I just felt heavy, and I felt not good, so I went for a walk in Greenwich, and uh, my friend May called me, and we had a lovely conversation, and my friend Fran called me, had a lovely conversation, uh, and then I called my mum, because I fancied a little chat with her, lovely conversation, and then um, I called my girlfriend, lovely conversation, everything was really nice, and I, because I originally went to the park to meditate, and turns out, you know, meditation is great, but sometimes all you need is just a couple of couple of good friends you know but when i was sat there i um because i've recently started reading the well i've i've read the uh, the bhagavad gita um which is has become a very big deal in my life you know um i wouldn't say i'm hindu i wouldn't say i'm buddhist i wouldn't say i'm i don't know what i am just like a pick and mix of religions mate you know like i'm i'm a bit of both a bit a bit of all of them so yeah, I, I originally went. So I originally went to the park to meditate. Got those phone calls, and then I opened the bag of Argita on a random page because for some reason something in me just kind of trusted that I would get the right page. Do you know what it was? Uh, but I kind of knew. And if you don't know what the bag of Argita is, it's a um, it's a Hindu text, and it's about Krishna talking to Arjuna before he goes to war. I'll get into it another time. Um, I just wanted to kind of talk about how I've been and the stuff that's been helping me recently. Um, so yeah, and so I opened it up on this page, and I was like, holy shit what the fuck, I said, for the pleasures that come from the world, bearing them sorrows to come, they come and they go, they are transient, not in them do the wise find joy, but he who on this earth, before his departure, can endure the storms of desire and wrath, this man is a yogi, this man has joy, and I was like, what the fuck, I, I realised after reading the first bit, for the pleasures that come from this world, bearing them sorrows to come, I real and they are transient. They come and they go. I realise that I need to stop getting so attached to the good things that happen because whenever the good things happen, I think they're gonna last and I think they're permanent. And I think everybody does this. Like, I was like, shit. Then everything, everything is impermanent. Every single thing is impermanent because when I get so attached to the good thing and I think it's gonna last forever, when the bad stuff happens, it hits me so much more. You know, it makes me feel so shit. Um. Because I didn't expect it, and I get so stressed and worked up. So I've been practicing now in meditation, and with I, I tried acid the other day, um, which has has kind of which helped me a lot. Which I'll get into another time. Um, uh, yeah, so I realise now that everything is impermanent, and I need to accept that. And it's not a bad thing, you know. It's not a bad thing. Death happens. It's something we gotta do death happens, something we gotta do, life happens, and that's also unfortunately something we've got to do, and I subscribe to the idea that both life and death are impermanent, life and death are impermanent, it's like Ramdas' friend, uh, friend Emmanuel said, death is like, like, death is like taking off a tight shoe, you know, it's perfectly safe, <laughs> so yeah, yin and yang, I, and I've, I've noticed just this little opposites thing, even, even when something bad happens, in the day and it doesn't feel like anything good's happen happening i, I just I, I start to notice the little the little good things that happen and I, I i appreciate the fact that you know those good things took the time to exist for me
you know? And I realize that everything is this whole concept. Everything is one consciousness, right? And I know, I know that sounds cringe. I know it's like, dude, everything is one fucking consciousness, dude. But, you know, I've been, after reading the Bhagavad Gita and stuff that Alan Watts says, that Ramdas says, and I think about, you know, the idea of the Tao, the, you know, Taoism or the Brahman in Hindu, and it's like, all this stuff, it's all telling you the same thing. Everything's the same. Everything is one. Everything is happening exactly the way it's meant to happen. Everything in life, in this world, is perfect. All the good stuff is perfect. All the suffering, all the horrible stuff, it's perfect. And it's hard to... It's hard to accept that. Everything is perfect. Especially, and it's it's definitely hard to expect it when the suffering and the shit stuff is happening to you. And I'm not just talking like everyday suffering, like you know, like oh god, I ran out of milk. You know, like I'm oh god, I'm a bit stressed because I don't have enough money for this. I mean, genuine suffering, and it's so shit. It's horrible, but it's perfect. You know. And by that, I don't mean let's just let it happen because what's so perfect about it is there are, there are people trying to stop it which is also perfect it's the yin and the yang there's there's the suffering and there's the trying to stop the suffering and it's all the brahman it's all the tao it's what the earth wants you know there's global warming now if the earth wants to be saved it's going to be saved because the earth created us and we're all one consciousness with the earth everything around you is the brahman everything is the tao i don't know if anything i'm saying is making sense but you know I have faith in us as humans that we will fix the earth, yeah? Because if that's what the earth wants us to do, and I have faith we will do it. Climate change, it we'll do it. And if it doesn't want to be saved, you know, we're not going to do it, are we? It's up to us. We've got to do it. And everything that happens is going to happen. Everything that happens is meant to happen. And it's kind of hard to accept that. But, you know, there's all these changes you know, all this change that people put forward, this revolution, you know, um, active activism, all of it, everything is, is meant to be happening. Everything. And it's really hard to explain. I can't, like... Alan Watts, in his book, right, he said that the Tao, which is basically the idea of the Brahman as well, like it's Hindu Brahman, the Tao, which is the Tao is like everything that's going on, the yin and the yang. He said you can't really explain what the Tao is, Right? You can't really explain properly what it is. Because if you try to explain it, you just kind of end up making it worse, which is exactly what I'm trying to do. And when I first read that, when I first read what the Tao, when he said that you can't explain what the Tao is, or the Tao, sorry, I was like, how, why don't you just try at least? You know, why don't you just give it a go? Because I'm sure I could probably get it if you understood. And now after you know, now after kind of thinking about it more, reading about it more, educating myself more, tripping on fucking acid once, um, you know, I've realised, shit, yeah, you can't explain it, you can't explain what it is properly, the Tao is everything, the Brahman is everything, everything is everything, and everything is nothing, and it's, it's a hard one to get your head around. 
I guess the simplest way of just saying what the ta- what the Tao is, or the Brahman is, I guess, is... Well, yeah, okay, the simplest way of saying what the Brahman is, is just... It is everything. It just is. And unfortunately, there's no other way to really explain what that means. Because when you first hear that, you think it can't be that simple. It's so simple that you want that you that it annoys you. <laughs> it's so simple that it doesn't make sense. But that's what it is. And you just have to trust that. Meditate on that. You know, think about it. Look, just look around you. Right, the bus that drives past your house every day. The guy that rides his bike every day. The the crazy person on the bus shouting things. The kid in the bus chair staring at you then laughing. The dickhead builders catcalling. You know. The angry moms, the angry Karens <laughs> shouting each other in the shop. It's all you. It's all the Brahman, it's all one, everything's one. You know? All the cars, all the trees, it's all you, and you just have to trust me, you know? I I don't know how else to fully explain it. It just is, just is, it just is, you know? Just is. When I first started doing meditation and spirituality and mindfulness, it was mainly to it was mainly to help myself, really. It was mainly to help my own mental health because you know I started getting anxiety and I went on antidepressants and it was, you know, and I I honestly thought this is meant to, you know, this is going to be for me. I'm going to do this, and I always kind of heard people say, "Don't do it for you. It's not just for you. You know, you should." Start off with it just for you. Oh, sorry. Start off with it just for you. And then Alan Watts talks about how the idea of just trying to do meditation selflessly and trying to do... Sp- oh, sorry. Sorry, buddy. Um, trying to do spirituality selfish, um, selflessly isn't it, isn't itself a selfish act because you're trying to do it selflessly. You can't have selfless without the idea of, you know, selfish. You can't have an object with the idea of, without the idea of a subject. Can't have in without out. Can't have yin without yang. Can't have push without pull, up without down. So yeah. Kind of walking without sitting. So just do your best. And just love everyone. Because if you if everything is the Tao, everything is the Brahman, everything is you then you might as well love it. Approach all the suffering with love. I know it doesn't I know it's hard, but approach it with love. <clears throat> because you wouldn't terrorize your own mind, would you? If your brain if you know if your if your brain is suffering, if your mental health is suffering, you're not gonna fix it with anger. You're not gonna fix it with desire. So just give it a bit of love, 
You know, approach it with love the same way you would your mind. Unconditional love. My friend. I told my friend, you've got to love everyone. You know, I've been le- I've read this book by Sharon Salzberg called Loving Kindness. About the idea of loving kindness, the meta, the, the Buddhist meta idea. And you have to just unconditionally love everyone. And it's really hard to do at first. And you don't really understand why. And I said it to my friend, you know, you have to love everyone. You have to unconditionally love everyone. And she got pissed off at that. She was angry. She was like, well, yeah, you can. I can love everyone. But, you know, conditionally, you know, like with certain, you know, I can't, I can't love everyone, like, you know, on condition. And uh, I didn't want to piss her off. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. Cause, cause, yeah, sure. You know, you've got to be careful who you love. I didn't want to piss her off because I, I knew... You know, but the way I've been training myself to think is someone so horrible like a murderer or Donald Trump or Boris Johnson or a rapist or just horrible people, they are so miserable. You know, they're so, and in, they, they might not even know they're miserable. They're so disconnected from their miserable, miserable, mis, miserable, I'm trying to think of the word. They're so disconnected from their anger or their um hurt let's just say hurt they're so disconnected from their hurt that they don't even know how miserable they are you know and if you asked if you sat them down and asked them to feel they either wouldn't be able to feel like what's the if you sat them down and said sit down and just feel what's inside they wouldn't be able to feel they wouldn't be able to feel because they're so stuck in their ego Stop! Stop doing such horrible stuff that it, they they wouldn't be able to actually feel, or they would feel eventually. They would feel if you kept doing it every day and you got them to meditate and think, and they'd realize how horrible and sad they are. You know, they'd realize. And it's something that I struggled with. I used to hate myself because I just didn't think I was a good person. And I just realized that you just got to love everyone. It's a far out concept. And it's hard. You, you you think, why do I have to love everyone? And I still find it hard to love everyone. But you've got to love everyone, because otherwise then what's the point? If the guy walk, walking past my house every day is me, you know? I, I, have to, I, have to, I have to love everyone. I have to love everyone. It's hypocr- And it sounds hypocritical of me, but it's a practice, you know? It's all a practice. They wouldn't call it a practice if you didn't have to practice. Everything I'm saying right now sounds like a lot of bollocks, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, God, but you know, I'm happy. And I've figured it out. Because everything, you know, but it's going to be okay. It's like Maharaji said, just love everyone and tell the truth. As hard as it is. By Maharaji, I mean Deem Kuroli Baba. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to leave it there then. Listen back to this, see if it makes any sense. I will, I'm going to start doing this podcast again, and I'm going to start having actual guests on. It's going to actually be funny sometimes. You know, I'm going to have guests that I find interesting on. 
Um, yeah, I need to work on it more because I haven't done this for two months, but I have been very busy and just working on stuff and working on myself. And yeah, so um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you did listen to this whole rambling of just a bunch of shit, um, if you don't mind, I'd like to actually end this um, on a guided meditation, something that I want to start doing. I want to start trying to, you don't have to listen to this bit. Um, you know, you can skip this bit completely, but let's just give it a go if you don't mind. Um, so yeah, if you just want to sit comfortably, just sit wherever, sit with your logs, with your legs crossed, with your just, with you sitting in a normal sitting position and just close your eyes or focus on an object. It's up to you. And just start off with just listening to the noises around you. Just focus on it. What do you hear? Could be my voice. Could be cars going past. Could be the sound of your house settling. Could be the wind. Just listen to it. Just focus on it. Slowly just start to divert your attention from the noises to your body. And just feel any sensations that are in your body. Just accept all the feelings in your body. Any sensations you feel. Just pay attention to them. And then from there, just start to pay attention to maybe your heartbeat, maybe your pulse. As you're doing this, just feel yourself sitting wherever you are. Just feel your body sitting. What's paying attention to your heartbeat or the pulses in your wrist or anything like that. accept it the way it is. From there just start to focus on your breathing. Don't change the way you're breathing at all. Just focus on the way it's naturally breathing in and out. Just in the nostril and out the nostril. Just feel it. Just keep your eyes closed or open on an object and just focus on the breath. If you can't focus on the breath, maybe change it to the inhale and the exhale of your chest. Just let it do its thing. 
Every time your mind goes wandering off somewhere else, as soon as you notice that it's wandered off, just gently but firmly, just bring it back to the breathing. Just visualize your body. Think about all the ways it's too much this or too little that. Just see it as it is. Except that you think it's too much this or too little that. View it the way you would anyone else. Just look at it. You are you. A human. This is your body. Trust me when I say it's fine. Think about you as a person. Now you're too angry. Now you're happy, maybe. Now you're sad. Now you're jealous. Now you're in love. Now you're finding things funny. And you feel relaxed. And you're surprised sometimes. And you're confident. Think about all the good things and the bad things. Just accept all of it. It's you. You know? It's all just you. And how you are is fine. Just look at it. Give it to me. Any any horrible thoughts you have, any negative thoughts you have, just give them all to me. Give them all to me. I'll help you. Offer it to me. Just focus back on the breathing again, the natural breathing. end this short meditation just take three deep breaths into your heart with your eyes closed three deep breaths like this one
Vrolijke. Spiegelen. 